October's over. Upon release date, yeah. A little bong rip before we start the show. <laughs> Ooh. Man, have you ever smoked weed before? No, I have not. No? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to turn off this air. I did give a guy a blowjob one time, though. <laughs> Mark. You see, with Mark, we can't necessarily know if he's joking or not. Because he's really good at deadpanning this shit. <laughs> I would never joke about something like that. You know? Okay. Fair. All right. Andrew just wrote something down. I wish I could. Well, I guess. I uh, think he wants to know how skillful you are. Okay. I guess I have very judgmental friends. Hey, man. If you did it, that's fine. (laughs) I know. You seem in support, but he like, he like noted it. Andrew was like, okay. I I wrote the the date. It looked like you drew a line. No, look. It looks like you're like, you know, it was like my name there and you went. Oh, it crossed crossed you out. We ain't judging you. Or you drew a heart next to it, maybe. Star, starfish. <laughs> Wait, what? Hello? Oh, starfish. Is that a? We I haven't been it. recording, right? I'm yeah, we, sure we, we have definitely pretty sure have been we're, this whole time. We're recording. We're recording. Mm-hmm. We've recorded many shows today, so uh, please forgive us if this one's not quite as worthless as previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying our best, <laughs> but it's going to be great. Also, what's great is. If you guys don't know, we've been working with this new company called Viore. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Viore's amazing. They're fucking amazing. I can't believe it. I can't believe we got a Viore scholarship. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. I've been loving yeah. their clothes uh, before we ever even got in contact with them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they have amazing stuff. It feels good. It's great for workouts. And you're also going to look good. There's yeah. nothing worse than, like, being in the gym, training. You're working so hard to get these shoulders popping and to get lean and to get jacked and to get strong and then your outfits like you know and it looks like it's a five cent outfit like yeah. you want something that looks a little nicer um that's gonna feel good even while you're training so you gotta check out some of this fiori stuff and one thing because um i did a bit like these joggers these are called the rip stop joggers so i've gone on hikes in these i've also worked out in these and people have been like messaging me what are those joggers that you're wearing well if you guys go to their website these are the rip stop joggers on their website but they also have a lot of other just like really dope comfortable joggers shorts you really can't go wrong and i think one of our favorites is the stratotech tee mm-hmm. i love that one but also you're underselling the they're just like the regular pants oh like yeah. they have like the they're, like they're stretchy right they're yeah. four-way stretch but they look really good like you could definitely you could totally get a workout in you, could, you did that the other yeah, day when we were doing sleds <laughs> that's right you i was all sweaty um you can definitely get in a workout they're gonna be squat proof i know chicks are like always concerned about that mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know about the uh the women's line but you could definitely wear them to like a wedding you could wear them to a dinner you could just wear them around the house oh they're, absolutely they're, with the woman's line yeah i'm yeah. sorry i just i'm not I'm not. Uh, I don't have any experience on that side. So, but you have any experience with women? <laughs> uh, there was this one time. There's at least proof somewhere. Yeah. Who's worn female underwear? Weighs your hand. Let's go. Uh, I tried it once oh, just to see. Uh, 
Well, yes. depends. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't like put them on. I guess <laughs> yeah, I gonna... traditionally, you know, I haven't put them on in like a traditional sense. Like, like wear them on my face. Give <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a quick sniff. Yeah, how do you how do you not wear them on your head? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where else they're supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But guys, uh, check out Viori. Yeah, sorry about that, Viori. Uh, yeah, so to save twenty percent off your first order. Head over to viori.com slash power project. That's V U O R I dot com slash power project. And Seema's showing off the. Uh, These are the ripstop rip joggers. joggers. I think this color is um ch- chocolate oh, yeah. something. No, literally, the, the color is like. Um, it's like a. I don't know. Mm. But it's like a. It's, it's weird. It almost looks like a grayish. Yeah, but it's, it's like not. Yeah, it's grayish it's like brown. A, yeah. I love Olive-ish. it. Olive ish. But yeah. I've worn this like four times this week. Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so again, viori.com slash power project, V-U-O-R-I.com slash power project. You'll receive 20% off automatically when you hit to that uh, web address. So links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. Can't recommend them enough. I want to warn people Uh-oh. because, you know, sometimes you're going to see like a guy like in SEMA and you're going to look at these <laughs> Viori clothes and be like, wow, that's really dope. Look at that shirt. Look at those pants. Now, Viori is going to help you to look better than maybe some other types of clothes, but you are not going to look mm-hmm. like Encima. So don't – I just want people to not a be – good dis- disclaimer. I'm trying to manage their expectations because yeah. they're, they're going to get these pants and they're going to not see a quad sweep. Like the pants don't have an inserted quad sweep in. on them. So just want to make everybody aware of that. Thanks for that. I'm on my way out of town, everybody. Aww. I'm getting out of here. You're going to see a bunch of dicks again. I hope so. <laughs> Where are you going, Mark? Where are you headed, man? Oh, yeah. There was dicks uh, drawn <laughs> yeah, all over the place. That's what you were telling us last time. Yeah. What's the world Where? like? What's the world like? It's the same everywhere you go. They draw penises everywhere. Dicks everywhere. There's penises all throughout Davis, and there's penises all throughout France. Never gets old. Yeah. I know. I love it. <laughs> um, I am going to uh, Italy and England and – oh, what was the other place I'm going to? I can't remember Italy. at the moment. But Any it, place you haven't been to? Because you've been to Italy and England, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to some, uh, going to some different spots. So. Nice. London? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. London? I don't, I'm just throwing countries uh, out there. London, yes. London is one of them. And then, uh, is it Rome? No, I've been to Rome before. I don't know what the other places in Italy. That's famous but whatever i'm going <laughs> i'm i leave tomorrow so i'll figure it out once mm-hmm. i'm uh, in the air i guess mm. well i hope you travel safe and i mm-hmm. hope that n- nothing gets you stuck in any country i know yeah, right that's yeah I, I i don't have uh the cold flu thingy mm-hmm. i had to get checked uh you know to get on the flight and everything and then the wifey and i were like well what would happen if we did like how do you what do we do because we yeah you know got these tickets and it's uh everything's all planned out and it's a two week a two week gig um i don't think my wife and i have had two weeks uh like by ourselves and i guess since before we had kids wait is this you two yeah it's just us two oh yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know 17 years ago or something wow. whenever mm-hmm. Before Jake, before Jake was around, I know we've had I know we've had a day, you know, a day or two or mm-hmm. or three or four, you know, with parents watching the kids and stuff like that. But yeah, we have not had that amount of time. So um, I think uh, I'm going to come back unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she's going to be like, man, he sucks. Yeah, I, I don't think we've had, like me and my wife have had that much time. Period. 
with without kids. Mm-hmm. But so, so when you said like it's been like 17 years, I'm just like, oh, fuck. But then it's like, well, we haven't had that much time anyways. Mm-hmm. With that, though, how how the heck, yeah, how did you guys make it this far without having like full time to yourselves? Like, I know you just said a couple of days here and there. Is that what you kind of did? Just sprinkle those in throughout the year? Uh, I think wine helps, you know, my wife, my <laughs> wife, uh, being able to drink a little bit here and there helps, uh, us having like, I, I think just a good family structure in general. Yeah. Like we have, um, uh, April and Andy, uh, my, my in-laws, uh, and then we have Sherry, Andy's mother and my dad, um, and, and my brother, uh, we got, we just have like a lot of good people around us. So mm-hmm. we don't, um, and we have a lot of support and even when the kids were young, uh, April, my brother, my dad, um, my mom, uh, Sherry, when any, whenever we needed anyone to be watched for any period of time, uh, we were, it wasn't always easy, but we were able to get the support. Um, cause you know, it's, it's a, it's not easy watching two small children. Mm. So it's not like, it's not like you can just super, like you can't just depend on it just because, you can't just be like, oh, it's just my, mo- it's my mom or it's my dad, and like, and they automatically like watch your three-year-old kid. It's a big responsibility, and I think uh, a lot of people just think like they take it for granted that that's automatically going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's important to walk yourself through. Hey, this person's seventy years old. Mm-hmm. They really want to watch a three-year-old and a six-year-old, mm-hmm. and for how long? Like, I'm sure they love their grandkids, but damn. That's a lot. So if you if you have any opportunity to hand your kids over to somebody else and you get to get away for a while, it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can really help a lot. And people that don't have that, um, I think that that makes things uh, more difficult. I think it's a good idea for parents to look into that in some fashion, in some way. Um, I never, we've never turned our kids over to anybody that we really didn't truly like, no, no, like they were like immediate family. So we were very fortunate and lucky that we were able to do things that way, but it's helped our marriage a ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just really important. You got to have, there's got to, you don't have to, I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, it's been my experience. It's been really helpful to have that one-on-one time to be able to check in and talk and, mm-hmm. Um, the more time you have with each other, the the more real shit gets because there's not always like something super cool going on. And so um, if you have an opportunity to go out every week uh, for like a date night type thing, it's huge. And Andy and I have been able to keep that. Um, we don't really – I would say that we don't really need it as much anymore because my kids are older. So we can yeah. just like leave the house whenever we want kind of thing. Um but when they were younger, it was really, really important. And, and I would imagine some people, like once the kids do get older, it's like, oh, since we can go whenever, we'll, we'll figure it out later. And just kind of keep letting it, uh, leaving it off the table. Keep, oh, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next mm-hmm. week. But I think having that scheduled thing, that scheduled date night would be huge. And my mom would text me every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And she would... She would text me, good morning, honey, or whatever, you know, and then she would, because uh, uh, my grandmother used to say this all the time, so it, it said in my family a lot. My grandmother used to say, hi, Andrew, how's Andrew? You know, mm-hmm. super happy, super cheery, so my mom would always say, hi, Mark, how's Mark? Mm-hmm. And then I had to tell her how I was doing, and I couldn't, she, my mom wouldn't let me off the hook with telling her how I was doing, 
she uh i couldn't say oh you know jake's doing good and and uh the business is going well and she'd be like no how are you doing <laughs> you know she would force that and when she did it to you in person it was like she putting more a uh, little more pressure on you because she's looking into your eyes too and you're like oh shit she might catch <laughs> she might catch me like noticing that i'm maybe not doing great and i just want to tell her i'm doing great so that way i could just avoid any of these hard questions and and get cruising along with this but mm-hmm. um yeah it's great to have people like that in your life i do think that parents leave their kids alone way too much and pa- i parents sometimes will leave their kids uh amongst themselves like maybe it's too early mm. i think you gotta you know kind of have your kill your kids be a certain age like running the grocery store or something like little quick shit like that here or there it's probably not a huge uh deal but i don't know there's just all these little things that i've kind of observed as being a parent for me again for me personally um I, i've always liked to try to be around my kids as as much as we can handle but uh you can only handle so much of that too, and you you have other relationships in your life to try to manage. Real quick, do you did, did you ever have a point where like maybe you were working really hard, or you were just working for a phase, but you didn't feel like you deserved a vacation? Like, uh, like for example, like I don't, I'll sometimes just like take a day and go hike or whatever, but. I'm not under the belief that I deserve any type of vacation. I don't feel like I deserve it yet. Has that ever happened to you while you guys were like, like you guys are still really working right now, but uh, how I know it's different with kids too. Cause like the kids need to go and see things, yeah. but did that ever come across your mind or, or were you just like, yeah. What do you think about that? The stuff that Andy and I did when we were young, uh, like in terms of, you know, going on like dates and stuff, mm-hmm. they were such a big deal. Like we didn't have 80 bucks to go mm-hmm. on a date, you know, mm-hmm. Just, we didn't have like, we didn't have, we had enough to pay for that. You know what I mean? But it was like, should we even go? <laughs> you know what I mean? But we always thought it was important to celebrate. It was always important for us to be together. And so we would do it. Um vacation is a much larger thing because it costs a lot more money. Mm. Um, but we would figure out ways of doing stuff on much smaller scale and staying more local, like going out to like Bodega Bay or, um, and those were things that at those times we couldn't really afford either, but, um, we were able to, um, sometimes, uh, we were able to share, uh, in costs with other family members and things like that. And mm. so just whatever ways we could make it work. And, um, the kind of feeling of like not deserving it, I don't think was ever in question because, because we have kids, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, this is this like whole, this whole family structure thing is like much larger than, than me or Andy or Andy and I together. Uh, the kids need to be around other kids and the mm. kids need to be around their aunts and their uncles and their grandparents. And God damn it. We're going to figure out a way to get over to this thing to, to go do this family event. Even if we don't really want to see Uncle So and So, or like you know how that family stuff is, you don't it's not always super pumped about, uh, you know, I don't know. Just it's it's always somehow it's always awkward when it shouldn't be because it's your family. It should be great, but mm-hmm. for some reason it's a little weird. But uh, as you get older and more mature, and when you have kids. You're like, well, I don't really care how awkward I feel. I'm just going. Like, I don't even really like. I don't necessarily even like being on a plane. But mm-hmm. at some sometimes it's just uh, 
it's just necessary or needed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's tough. It's funny in same way you you use those words because I was actually just talking to my brother in law about this because they were planning a trip to Disneyland. And uh, they they went and they had a blast. Um, they ended up taking our daughter, and so like we kind of we. Anyways, I was explaining to him how like like yeah, dude, I feel like I don't deserve to go on vacation. And he's like, you know, whatever. He's like, look at the podcast. You guys are crushing it right now. Da da da. And I'm just like, well, well, yeah, we have to keep doing that. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, to be honest, like I haven't done shit. Like I I have barely scratched the surface about like like in a year or two like i'll be able i'll have the ability to start working really really hard and he just like he, he kind of was a little confused by it i was like yeah dude, i feel like i have not accomplished a goddamn thing like so i have a lot more work to do before i can celebrate it being gone vacation but you know i've had this conversation with mark in the past and you know he really kind of opened my eyes by saying like it's not even about you anymore it's like it's about your kids and making mm. having them make their memories and stuff. Yeah, you better go somewhere. Like if their cousins are going somewhere, you better go somewhere just for. And your kid is like he's basically zero at the yeah, moment. Yeah, so. yeah. So and that, <laughs> and that was that was my like that's you know again like my dad's super cheap. I'm I'm super cheap too. So I'm like he's not even gonna remember you're this. Frugal. Like you're yes, frugal. Oh, you're thank you, cheap, sir. Frugal. I'm frugal. I'm like he's not gonna remember this. Let's wait a little bit and then go so that way he can be like yeah I went to Disneyland. And then with our 13 year old, so you know she was obviously. She wants to go and so my brother-in-law was like hey like how about we take her and i was i was kind of against that for a while and then i was just like dude you're right like i can't take that away from her so she ended up going she had a blast but yeah you know during that time like we accomplished a lot here inside the studio Mm -hmm. and i would not have wanted to not be here for that Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying like i'd rather be here instead of being with the family Mm -hmm. but like that's what i mean i'm just like dude we're we're just getting going like i can't go on vacation right now but with you guys being out of town i'll probably take a couple days off <laughs> i'm not gonna be a, i'm only out of town for a tournament for like two or three days yeah so well, i'll have happen. a uh, i have a confession oh it's about disneyland it fucking sucks are you going to disneyland <laughs> no okay i my wife and i <gasps> i know this have never told our kids anything <laughs> about disneyland yeah. it wasn't like we it wasn't like if it was brought up or anything or if they asked a question about it that it, we claimed it didn't exist, but it basically didn't exist. Yeah, that's we, we never talked about it. We didn't really watch hardly any Disney movies, um, especially like not the, old, not the older <laughs> ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so the kids, we, we were able to swerve away from it somehow. I don't even know how, but mm-hmm. it was amazing. I do know that Andy at one time when they got older – she uh she like went with a friend or went with maybe April or something and they went uh and she took like Quinn or something to Disneyland but we were able to swerve that whole thing as like a <laughs> one of those uh, nightmarish family like vacations a, like a um it was, it like was a, not talking about it it was a conspiracy theory in your household it yeah. wasn't real exactly that's great i was i was joking around but i think this would be an awesome like thing for someone like me because i'm like do they sell like a party pooper pass and i was like what do you mean it's like well like i'm not going to get on any rides i'm not going to take any pictures with these people pretending to be cinderella and shit Mm because it's in it's It's weird it's not real it's weird and then i'll go spend money on food i'll like buy some shit Mm -hmm. and i'll do whatever for the kids want to do but like i personally am not going to waste any space or time because i'm not going to really 
do anything. Like, so I don't think I should pay full price that these super fans want to pay. Dude, you just invented in. an entire new business. I know, but well, I don't know that. That's pretty sick. But what I'm saying is like I would have gone if I could pay less because I'm not going to do what everyone else is going to do. The amount of people who would do that though. A lot of people would pay for that. Well, a lot of people the would party pay- pooper pass and Andrew like gets picked up like in a little golf cart and then he ends up going to like a strip club or something like that. <laughs> He's like doing lines and watching strippers and fucking making it rain and shit. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Meanwhile, your wife's getting like ketchup all over herself and fucking mustard and Hopefully it's just ketchup. walking all over the fucking place and yeah, getting the kids on the rides and sweating your butt off all day. And Yeah, so that's why I'm like, if I could just get like into the park and pay for everything, but like not pay for my ticket because I'm not going to do all the same shit you guys have are. you been to disneyland i've never party been pooper okay pass. so this is the thing about the party pooper pass you know real you've been to disneyland mark uh no my god okay so both of y'all um y'all don't understand how magical disneyland is i'm being perfectly real i went to disneyland <laughs> andrew's over here breaking stuff in the back um yeah, what happened bro I the first time I went to Disneyland, I was an adult. I didn't go as a kid. I was an adult, you know. Uh, went with my uh, g- girl at the time, and um, it was the most magical experience ever. Mm. The, the The rides are cool. They're kind of slow, blah blah blah. But like, I don't know if it's maybe because I'm a '90s kid and I watched a lot of Disney Channel. But man, when I saw Star Wars Land, when I went and uh, yeah, but you're I, talking about going like willingly going on yeah. your own, not having a bunch of pain in the ass kids with you going. Oh, oh you're right, but still, that's way different. And I shed a tear at the end of the night when the <laughs> Disney parade was going. Man, they had that music, and Aladdin was out, and it was just like Mickey Mouse was you're on top just, of the. You're very in tune with your emotions. Oh, bro, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I want to go back. So, man, I- it is magical. So, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think that if you actually go, you'll have a magical time. Oh yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll have fun watching the kids have fun and stuff, it's but I will not give up. So it, so there's a couple of of dads that I will go to for advice. You know, Mark's one of them. The other one's Jesse Burdick, and I'm like explaining the whole thing, and I'm like, Jesse, am I a dick? And he was like, No, and yes. He's like, No, because yes, it is really weird when you're like standing in line for this dumb picture with this person pretending to be Cinderella. And there's this, he broke it down perfectly. He's like, there's this like 40 year old goth chick in front of you that has like a book that she wants her to sign. And then she's like, let's take a silly picture. Let's take a serious picture. Okay. Now one picture with everybody in the family. He's like, and they're like trembling. He's like, it's so stupid. He's like, but yes, you're being a dick because you should be there for the family. I'm like, all right, I get you. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesse's uh, awesome. So in terms of like deserving a vacation, um, I would have to kind of go with like some of the thoughts of like some of the stoic philosophers. Like they, they would think that uh, uh, even like traveling, um, thinking that you're going to like travel and uh, – have like more fun or have something be better because you traveled um they would say it's kind of a mistake and kind of thinking that like things are going to be better when i go and do this yeah thing right Mm -hmm. because you should be able to travel within your own mind and you should be able to like travel through your own house and like you should be able to be cool with a lot of the shit that you already have you shouldn't have to necessarily feel like you need to have a traditional vacation, maybe the way other people think about it. Like I really need a break from everything. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to work this hard and then I get this break period where I don't do anything. 
that's not the way I've ever viewed it and not the way I've ever ever looked at it. I don't feel like I need a break from anything. I feel like I actually need to do a lot more and I'm excited to do a lot more. Um, however, it is cool to experience stuff. So I want to go and experience some things that maybe are just different that I haven't experienced before in different cultures. I don't know anything about the world, you know? So like I, I need to fucking get out a little bit, you know, yeah. I need to experience some different stuff and, uh, run into some different types of people, and I'm really excited to do that with my wife. So I kind of look at it more maybe from that perspective. I don't really feel like I need you know, a, a bunch of time off from something. Um, on the flip side of that, it is massively important just to relax. You know, we talk often about sleep and rest and we've talked about like meditation and things like that. I mean, it's important just to just to f- try to find some time to like chill. So on this vacation, I may have a little bit more time to do or to explore some of that because it won't be as tied to lifting. It won't be as tied to the exact same regimen that I'm always following. That's yeah, a big deal though right there. Like the, the whole idea, because like I know so many people who are like, they're constantly trying to find the next thing, the next thing to travel to, the next event, the next whatever. And in the lull times between the concerts, the vacation, the whatever, they're not enjoying much of anything that they have right here in front of them. Their throw, throwback Thursday is them at uh, the concert or whatever it is. Take me back. Or yeah, man. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, and it's important to be able to find uh, like uh, joy in literally what is important of you at the time rather than seeking it you know what i mean so uh, like not that i need it but some something simple that like i guess allows me to recharge is just going on a hike somewhere just going and taking a walk in nature right or or literally also even just taking a walk when i go on a walk Mm -hmm. and i come back home even if it's a spot a part of sacramento that i haven't been to or Mm -hmm. part of downtown just take a walk and i feel so good afterwards um because you like, like went somewhere in your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So reading a book can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of examples of like you can drift off and kind of go somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, via a podcast or uh, hearing a really cool quote from somebody or listening to music. I mean, these things can – there's a reason why people say, hey, when I heard that, I was really moved. It feels like you like – feels like you moved. feels mm-hmm. like you went somewhere else for a little bit and maybe – uh, you know, maybe from a technical standpoint, maybe you kind of did. Mm, just Andrew, make sure that is... that book isn't um, erotica. That's you. Party pooper pass. I don't know if you can oh, see Oh, yeah, I can. I like that. Let me, yeah. let me zoom in on this one. Mm-hmm. Bam. From Get right your... here, I have like a, like a hairdo that kind of look like a Lucas Owen. Yeah. Party pooper uh, ticket. Party mm-hmm. pooper pass. Party pooper pass. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I just Party like pooper pants art. pass. Uh, yeah, that's me too. You had said that you guys definitely sell – you celebrate it a lot uh, or something along mm-hmm. those lines. You guys, mm. yeah, would celebrate when we had, uh, when we achieved a hundred thousand subscribers on this YouTube channel. Thank you everybody who has subscribed. Yes. That it, happened. Yeah, it did happen. No. We're at 111 now, baby. No. Yeah. Probably by the time this episode comes out, we're at 113, baby. Let's Dude, go. You guys are exaggerating. No, that's really proof. Yeah. No. Science. There's no way. The audience is so fucking dope. They are great. See y'all in the comments going wild. What video pushed us over the edge? Was it uh, Ocho Cinco? <laughs> it was the dick. Yeah, it's all penis. The dick video? Yeah. All penis. Wow. Yeah. Penis. That's definitely the one. When we got that 100,000 subscribers, 
I was telling Stephanie about it, like, it's so dope, we got it, da, da, da. I was like, we'll celebrate at a million, though. And she just knew right away. She's like, dude, come on, like, celebrate this, you know, this milestone. And I was like, nah, I was like, we haven't done shit yet. <laughs> and so what what would you guys celebrate, or was it just celebrating each other? Yeah, just celebrating each other, yeah. spending time with each other. Um, I think we also, we didn't, we didn't really maybe at the time just didn't know any other way to like show love for each other other than like to go do something together. Like we were either like, cause we're young, we're yeah, either like having yeah. sex or we're, we were like, uh, you know, at a restaurant mm-hmm. or we're like at a movie or we're like thinking about like going somewhere. Yeah, We didn't, have, we didn't like, you know, maybe we just didn't know, you know, a lot of other ways, but that's what I complimented you on Andrew is when you were saying that, um, you kind of didn't feel like you deserved it, but I did talk. I talked to you about people are always kind of chasing the next thing, and you hear people about you know they're they're moving or they're getting a dog or they're waiting to get their uh, you know new this or mm-hmm. new that or things are going to be different when we go and do this other thing, and it's very rare for couples just to kind of like sit in the pocket and just kind of chill and just enjoy each other, and I think. A wonderful thing about you is that, and I can just tell, you haven't really necessarily said this to me, but I can tell that you love to go home every day. There's a lot of people that their home environment isn't that great. And I think for the three of us, like this environment is fucking sick. Yeah. Then we have an awesome opportunity to go home and that environment is sick. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, where do you want to go? We can go anywhere you want. It's like, well, I don't, don't really care to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I'm kind of cool with sitting here, but for me personally, at this time, as I'm getting older, you know, I'm literally halfway through my life. You know, depending on how how long this mm-hmm. thing lasts or whatever. But um, so you start to kind of think about those things, and you're like, well, I, I would like to keep experiencing more. I have the finances to go into it; it's not going to hurt anything. Mm-hmm. So why not have fun, and why not take some of the money that I have piled up over the years and uh, Put some of that into, um, you know, may, maybe setting up some experiences that I think will be enjoyable for me, my family, my wife, my kids, whatever. Yeah, full agreement there. I, I definitely I like getting outside. Like you know, we we do. It's been a while, but we do like camping, and it's like we we don't sit inside the tent the whole time, right? Mm. We're we're hiking, we're sometimes fishing, we're definitely catching the sunset. I'll catch the sunrise. Like so, I do really really yeah i subscribe to that as well like i do want to at some point experience a lot of things like that it's just i don't know i something like like a a theme park just isn't gonna be it for me though. i like what you just said right there i mean how hard is that to do what, oh. camping i can go yeah. out no yeah. just walk well oh. you might have to drive somewhere for it but mm-hmm. go and see the sunrise yeah mm-hmm. just go watch the sunrise or get get out away from the city to see the stars at night. Yeah, shit. Man. That shit will change you. You ever it's just so you ever nice. just like lay down on the ground and fucking look up and mm-hmm. see the and see the stars? And you're like I mean, I know like that's kind of a thing you do when you're like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um but I've done that a bunch of times on walks before where I'm I just start looking up and I'm like, Holy fuck. I'm like, there's a lot of stars out there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just gonna lay down on the ground. Just flat out on the ground. I'm not high or nothing. Like, I just lay down <laughs> and just sit there and look at that shit for a while. You're like, whoa. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. It's yeah. so cool how you, the, the longer you stare, the more stars come out. Mm. I don't know if you ever pay attention to that, but yeah. 
Yeah. No, this is, a, this is all, I, I dig this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I have no kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have any kids for a minute. Um, but I appreciate learning about this stuff from you guys. I appreciate people like you in my life. Um, and for all the, all the guys listening that don't have kids that are single, that are also in the same boat as me. Yo, this is important shit to understand mm-hmm. so that when you do have a lady or for some of you guys, a guy, whatever, um, y'all know how to, you know, treat the other in a healthy relationship like these two have. So I dig it. Man. And, and it's also just prepares you for just having that conversation and not sounding so like caught off guard oh, the yeah. way I was, you know, I'm just like, I ain't never having kids. Da, da, da. And then it's like, now it's like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, no, that's, that was kind of, I don't want to say it's immature to say things like that, but mm. I know I was immature when I were, was saying things like that. There was a point that you didn't want to have kids. Oh, absolutely. No, really? I, I did not want kids. No, uh, my nephew, he, my oldest nephew, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how old anybody is in my family. <laughs> He's at least 18 ish. Uh-huh. So he lived with us when I was in high school. So yeah. I had a baby around me when I was young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, babies are babies. They're loud and they, you know, they're a lot of work. And I was just like, I'm never having one of those. Damn. Yeah. I was just like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And um, it definitely was a, it, it was a wedge between me and, you know, my, my previous relationship. Um, I had told her right out the gate, like, yeah, I'm not having any kids. Mm-hmm. She was on board with it, but then she really wasn't, but she didn't tell me. Yeah. So that was one of the issues. And then. With Stephanie, same thing. I was just like, yeah, I don't think I want kids. And she already had Jasmine. And I was mm-hmm. like, like, okay. And then I hang out with Jasmine. I'm like, all right, kid, she's not bad. Like, well, all this, these this is one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I got the one good one. And then, yeah, sure enough, I'm just like, no, it's definitely time. And now it's like, dude, I can't imagine not having him. Yeah. Right. And it's to the point where, like, I'm like, this is one and done. Like, we're done, done, done. And then, like, like, but no, we're, we're definitely done, but at least the, the, like the, the doors definitely closed and locked, but it's not like, There's you know, like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But that key is going to be impossible to find. It's, it's just, it's not going to happen again, but man, yeah, it's really cool having him. Power Project Familia. How's it going? This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Merrick health now merrick health is owned by somebody you know derek from more plates more dates but merrick health is the premium telehealth trt and hrt clinic where we have something called the power project panel that has 26 different labs that give you all the things you need for men and women but also if you guys are interested in trt or hrt you can actually work with a doctor from Merrick Health, and they'll go ahead and they'll tell you which tests you need to get along with giving you the treatment that you need you need to check him out. Andrew, can you tell the people how to get? Yeah, absolutely. So we have links down in the YouTube description as well as the podcast show notes, but you need to head over to MerrickHealth.com. That's M-A-R-E-K Health.com. And uh, yeah, if you are interested in TRT, you can actually contact them. You'll hop on the phone with them. And when it comes time to actually start paying for some of these panels, just let them know that you heard it through us and you want to use promo code POWERPROJECT15. And that's going to save you 15% off all the recommended labs that they give you. Again, links to them down in the description as well the podcast show notes uh highly recommend it they are the premium telehealth hrt clinic trt clinic uh they're really they're second to none so head over there right now so a lot's changed <laughs> and Sima, you mentioned uh this is like the best year of your life yeah man. what mm-hmm. you mean by that yeah man um so it's it's 
Is it because really, of me and Andrew? Just I tell us, so. man. Well, hey, man, it, it's like, number one, I'm happy that you. I've, I've known you guys for as long as I've known you because being around y'all has, like, made my life better. Mm-hmm. That's real, you know. It's, it's, it's important having good people, good friends in your life like that, you know, that keep you moving forward. But in essence, like you said, or like I just said, it's important having good friends that continue keeping you moving forward. Um, I was in a four-year relationship, man, the one I just got out of. Um, and, yo, that that was like, it was a lot of stress. Um, it was, it was very apparent that from, to me that, uh, uh, me and that individual were not compatible because we had very different types of lifestyles. We had very different outlooks. Um, you couldn't see that earlier, uh, early, like earlier I could like earlier there were differences, but as the relationship continued going on, the differences became very stark and apparent. And I guess like, you know, I, I tried to make things work when I, Obviously, it couldn't. You know, if if you're someone who's focused, not weird on, how obvious it is now versus <laughs> yo, when you dude, were in it, right? You know, the funny thing is, it's like a lot of my a lot of my homies, if they have issues, they'll ask me, and they'll they'll and what and I'll give them pretty good advice. I'll be like, and the advice works pretty well. Like you can, you can see it, right? <laughs> yeah. um, if I look back at my ass, I'd I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? You should be gone. Like, dude, get out of here, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that relationship brought me nothing but but stress. That was one of the first times in my life that I literally had anxiety. Like I never had anxiety at any other point in my life than in that relationship because of, because of stuff that won. I was like, oh, this is what anxiety feels like. Holy shit! So uh, the, when I say this was the most, this is the best year of my life. Um, I really do mean it, and it's important that people think about this when you have someone in your life and. They all they bring you a lack of peace. They only bring you stress. They, 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 it, there's no benefit. It's going to be very hard. Even though I was doing the things I needed to do, I was moving forward, inching forward. This year, I blasted forward mm-hmm. because there's the only thing that holds you back is yourself. I was holding myself back because I was staying in a relationship that I knew I shouldn't be in. So I'm not blaming that person. That's not their fault. It's my fault because I knew at a certain point, dude, this, dude, this isn't a good idea. Mm. I knew that. So it's, it's my fault. And when I chose to finally just let that go, this has quite literally been the best year of my life, the best year of my <laughs> life, you know? And it's, it's important to realize guys like uh, men, women, the person you're with, they play a very big role into what you can do and where you can go. Either they're going to be somebody that like they add on and you maybe add on to them in a way, like what you have with Andy and what you have with Steph, like y'all are compiling on each other and helping each other grow. Or it's an individual that, you know, I don't can't say that anyone ever pulls you back, but it's just, let's say your energy, your energy is taken. You know, you're trying to make something work. That's not, that's not Mm -hmm. working. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, And uh, you're just fighting an uphill battle. I mean, I know some friends have had relationships where there's like severe jealousy issues. I have one friend that his girl always thinks that he's cheating. I got other friends that are guys that think their girl's always cheating. And uh, that kind of stuff is – so, of course, I mean, there's going to be – to have some sort of uh, alert system, you know, uh, on something like that, like makes some sense in general. Mm-hmm. Like, oh wow, like they kind of hang out a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of, but 
you, you, you shouldn't there should never be it should never be weird yeah you should never say um you should never feel like you can't ask a question about it you should never feel like uh like there's any sort you should if, if you feel that there's something weird going on uh that is a sign that there there's a crack probably somewhere in the relationship doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's over over but it, it could mean that something happened somewhere along the way where this thing is uh getting in that probably shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to get in mm-hmm. um and those things happen but it's you know when you have people in these situations they they want to make them work so badly mm-hmm. that they'll kind of do anything they'll even like just be super stressed out all the time and yes, when you are on the outside looking in, you could say, oh, well, you guys just uh, need to break it off and just be apart from each other because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's working out great. Yeah. You know, one – like maybe there's two things. Something that that's pretty important to understand too is like – I mean I put time into that that relationship. Uh, so there, there, there's an aspect of like, wow, there's been so much time that's been spent here. But that's a mistake, you know? Because there's there's two there's two flips. One, it's not healthy to have a, a scarcity mindset when it comes to relationships. A scarcity mindset means there's billions of people on this planet. Mm-hmm. You could probably find someone that you're going to. It doesn't have. This is not the one. If, if if things are not working out, this is not the one. You do not need to keep working on things that are continuing to just not work. Although there are certain situations where you actually need to continue to work on things, and you you don't just quit when something goes wrong. You don't just do that. But there's a certain point where it's like. You don't have to continue dealing with this. And there's a, there's a second aspect. I was having a conversation with a few homies about this. We got to talk more about this stuff as time goes by. But um, as a man, we're very visually uh, we're very visually attuned. We we like hot women, <laughs> uh. right? So number one, I think within that relationship, I did have a, a slight scarcity mindset because I was like, I've put so much time in. You know, I've I've, I've grown with this person so much. I, I I gotta stick. I gotta stick this we through. We got gotta, so much history. We I hear so that much all the time. History, mm-hmm. right? They know so much about me. I know so much about them. How can I just stop this when it's been this many years? Even though all of this has happened, right? So that's one thing. Like, no, there's so many other people out here that would probably be so much better. Get the fuck out, mm-hmm. right? And number two, as men, I think we get blinded by beauty. Because I'm going to be real. Within that relationship, at a certain point, I was like, oh, such a beautiful woman. Like, I don't want to lose this. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've put in so much time. You know, and you make stupid decisions because of that. I made stupid decisions because of that. Absolutely. 100% I did. Right? So this is the thing. I'll say this because I was having a conversation with some friends last night. Like, as a dude, a woman can be beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Right? But there's such thing as a beautiful headache. <laughs> doesn't matter how beautiful she is. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. Because one interesting thing. It's and still is, a headache. And when you have a headache, it's harder to do certain things. Yeah. Harder to concentrate on other things. Yeah. Like, that doesn't matter how, how like, the, the, the term these days is like, oh, they're a bad bitch or whatever. Right? <laughs> like, or, or, or baddie. Like, I don't care about baddies anymore. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could care less. I need an individual that has good principles, you know, that, that lives a healthy lifestyle, right? And if, if they take care of themselves mentally and physically, I know we're in a good place, right? 
but I was in a situation. Chick's where taking in, notes like crazy right nah, now. No, nah, no, nah, straight up, straight up, straight up. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, my ex was a beautiful person, beautiful mm-hmm. person. But there's a point where, like, you could tell somebody just, like, does not take care of their mind. Mm-hmm. They, and, and it's it's rough. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to talk too much about that. But guys, guys especially, I, I want this to be said because we, like, especially with social media and, you know, following all the, like, all this, all the stuff we talk about with, like, porn and whatever – Get yourself out of the mindset of just seeking beauty. Start looking for a whole person who's got it up here, and maybe they're they maybe they're great looking or what. But who knows? Who cares? Like that's somewhat important, but that's not the whole thing. I think a lot of guys, especially younger guys, that's the thing they seek. Is she hot? Oh yeah, let's go. Like uh, nah. There's a whole thing associated with all that. It's not just uh, you thinking that she's hot. It's do your friends mm-hmm. think she's hot? I mean uh-huh. that that all plays into it too, and. uh you know, you like you maybe like being seen with that person makes you feel good. It's like a status thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, everybody thinks she's hot. It may, you know, it makes you feel good. But the time thing is an interesting one because when you put your time in something, you're like, yeah, I did invest a lot in this. But if you're to, <laughs> if you're to kind of think about it uh, like a business. I mean, if a business is really bleeding money, then you have to really investigate like what's going on with that business. You have to look into it a lot further. You don't give up on it right away, like you said. You know, you don't you don't just say, "All right, well, fuck this. I'm going on to some other business." Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to still you know put some more time in it. But there's kind of a uh, this concept of like double or quit. You you double your efforts or you get the fuck out. And when you do double your efforts and you kind of recognize you can't get the result you're looking for, then that's a great sign. So if you are having some sort of issue in a relationship, you kind of double down on it and say, I, I need to like maybe communicate with this person more. Like things aren't going well. I have a lot of anxiety. I have a lot of concern about uh, what they're doing uh, when we're not together or – uh, they seem to have a lot of concern about what I'm doing when we're not together. And uh, I need to figure out a way to be maybe more inclusive or – I mean in my own relationship, um, I have done – maybe not my best is not the right word. I have uh, worked on being inclusive so that my wife and then my kids <clears throat> know – pretty much every single person that I interact with. So there's no surprises, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. My wife's not like coming to super training on like a Saturday and I'm not like training with three like supermodels. You know what I mean? Like if there was girl, if there was women that were coming in from say like WWE, which we've had mm-hmm. people like that lift here before and, mm-hmm. and things like that, I'll just tell her. I'll say, hey, there's some WWE diva girls that are coming. And I'll say, you remember so-and-so. She's friends with my other friend, and she she might not like remember or whatever. But yeah. at least it's something I did bring up at some other point. Mm-hmm. Back years ago, if I was in Idaho doing something with bodybuilding.com, or if I was – my wife usually knew who my contact was, who the person was I communicated with, and just – same thing with her, with, with swimming and her friends and most of the people she swims with are guys. I know them all. That doesn't mean that I'm I'm assured that like nothing, you know, nothing's going on or whatever. But I do know these people. They know me. Um, everything's like up front. Um, my wife swims from this time to this time. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So there's – it's – the communication is such that it's not even anything I ever even – my mind just has never even gone there at all. Mm-hmm. It just has never even really uh, – never even thought about it before. So 
I think that's ultimately what you want to be able to have because if you are having an issue with trusting the other person, which is probably like one of the main <laughs> one of the main uh, issues, um, it's usually like an issue that you have personally mm. and or the person is doing shit <laughs> or has done shit and you need to make a decision on on how you're going to navigate that moving forward. Man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to go farther with that because mm-hmm. let me just say, yo, that right there, once trust is lost, try to get that back. Bro, I'm not even going to go deeper, but we, we got to talk more about this stuff. We, I think, guys, let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, men, women, um, if you guys want us to maybe chime in on like relationship type topics, Right. Because I think, number one, I think we have a, a, a really spectrum. cool spectrum here. Mm-hmm. You've been married successfully for how many years? 21 years. 21 years with two kids. Yeah. You've been married. Yeah. So I was previously married to a person that I knew for 10 years. Mm-hmm. We didn't get out of that first year of marriage, though. Mm-hmm. It was just like it came to a, like a crazy like just explosion towards the end. Yeah. But then now with my wife, Stephanie, we're we're getting close to 10 years, if With not already there. your first but, wife, yeah. did you argue a lot? Oh, dude. It was more like uh, <laughs> I got argued at. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys know me. I'm a chill dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to raise my voice or anything. But, yeah, no, she was pissed off at me all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there was definitely that. Yeah. And I am a currently single dude who is making it a point because I was in one four-year relationship with a great girl, actually. I look back on that. That was, that was good. Like we, we just we parted ways well. Um, it was a great relationship. Yeah. It was four years and then another four-year relationship that was, oh. <laughs> like, my, well, my energy just comes down thinking about it. But mm-hmm. honestly, this is one interesting thing. I'm very thankful for that. Like I, like I tell people this all the time. I'm very thankful for the last relationship I came out of because I was able to experience a lot of things that I only hear about that. I I like, why is someone do, why is someone Mm. in that? Like, why is someone's, Mm. I I experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of that. And I'm like, now I understand how it can be possible for someone to stay in such a chaotic situation when they really do care about somebody like and now I'm single, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think we have a pretty good spectrum here to 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 talk about this stuff. And this this conversation of itself was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too bad, huh? So chime, yeah, yeah, chime in the comments, guys. Let us know. Let us yeah, ask some questions or let us know your thoughts on what we talked about. Yeah, or like, this what's, is interesting. What's the uh, I guess biggest hurdle in trying to get out of that relationship? Because mm. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's all I know. It's I'm comfortable here. Bruh. And what it comes down to is just like. I don't know, man, like sex is undefeated. It's like, that's where they're getting it. So it's like, I'll deal with the crazy shit because she's hot and every once in a while I get laid. <laughs> and it's like, dude, it's slowing you down so much though. Yeah. Or, or you know, I have a question for some of you guys. What do you think are some of your most, like, what are your biggest relationship struggles or struggles in finding somebody to be in a relationship with? Because one thing that I'm seeing nowadays too, um, a lot of people are talking about like people are having a hard time committing these days. Is it really just these days or is that how things have always been? But there seems to be a trend of mm. that's happening a lot these days. And part of the reason I think Jordan Peterson had a podcast with a guy talking about this online dating has made everyone be like, you, there's yeah. a lot of options. Yeah. So remember when I mentioned the scarcity mindset thing earlier, it's not good to have a scarcity mindset, but it's also not good if you got yourself in a situation where one thing goes wrong you have a like 
like there's always mm-hmm. options now. Like there's 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 a crazy amount of options, right? Uh, I think there's some weird shit going on these days. I think that there's been a huge shift. uh, This is a weird way to put it, but a huge shift in like power or like leverage. Mm. I think that dudes used to have like pretty good leverage on kind of like what they could do and how they can act and how they could be. Uh, I think the leverage has shifted a lot and I think men are intimidated by it. And I think, uh, I think men are like uh, anxious because they hear females and you know, all the females are different, right? But like, you hear females on podcasts and stuff being more open about mm-hmm. their sex and about um, what they like and what they do. And yeah. you're just like, fuck, man. You know, I, I guess like from a guy's perspective, you only think about like, oh, it's just a dude who's like swiping right or whatever or, or on these apps, right? Mm-hmm. But you're not really thinking like, oh, well, there's a recipient on the other <laughs> end. There's a girl thinking the exact same way that the dude is thinking. Um, I heard a, a girl on uh, Joe Rogan recently. I, I forget what her name is, but she was a comedian, and she talked about how she was uh, using sex uh, to empower her and to like feel good about herself because she had a weird home life. Mm. Um, she was drinking at a young age. She basically kind of raised herself. What I mentioned earlier, she was left alone at mm. a really young age. Um, didn't seem like her parents were horrible people, but they just weren't like really up to date on everything that she was, everything that she was doing. And I don't think you know she's the only one. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of people out there uh, kind of doing those things. But you know, go back twenty years, thirty years, there was so much shaming surrounding a woman talking that way. Mm. Even just like when I was a kid, like you just. You might hear a girl or two talk that way, but they were considered to be a particular thing (laughs) and people would really lean into that. And the girl that, you know, kind of gave it up in Mm -hmm. sixth grade, seventh grade, um, she was kind of labeled as being a certain type of girl, which is, you know, just it does. It's it seems like more uh, more and more people are more open about these things. And I think guys are kind of like almost half scared because they're like. Fuck, man, I'm not used to it. It's like women uh, lifting and stuff, and women doing CrossFit and powerlifting. These women are fucking strong. They look great. And I think a lot of people are intimidated mm-hmm. by that. And I think kind of there's been like a real shift in power going on. So I don't even know. I don't know what I would mm-hmm. do with that. But I know that I would probably be, I would probably have some anxiety and be anxious, especially if I was trying to date and I was young. And I just didn't know if the person was really going to ever commit to me or whatever. I, I would probably be halfway flipping out, which I'm pretty fucking calm. So yeah. that'd be weird for me. It's yeah. hilarious because I was having we were uh, we had a four hour conversation. Me and a couple of my friends we were having a conversation about this kind of topic last night. <laughs> I'm not going to go into the depths of the conversation, but it is true. There is a power shift. Mm-hmm. I think it's honestly a good, confusing power shift because <laughs> women like. Yeah. And it will balance itself out the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right? It'll balance itself out. But this is the thing. It's like one of my one guy was talking about like, you know, I think I want to just maybe get a woman from like maybe a third world country because this, that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like pause, brother. The reason why you're saying that is because like because, OK, I'm going I'm, to I'm, 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 uh, keep it 100 right here. My granddaddy had three wives. 
granddaddy had three wives, right? One of the guys I was talking to was like, you know, like he was bringing up that like back in the day, you know, men were mm. able to have multiple women, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my guy, it's because they didn't have rights. Like, <laughs> like these women didn't have rights. They couldn't go to school. They couldn't get themselves educated. So now that women have agency and they're getting educated, you're intimidated that you're going to find a woman that thinks for herself. Wasn't too long ago that showing your ankle was seductive mm-hmm. yeah right <laughs> floozy dude this is a this is a good power should be is what does it cause us to do as men i think that we should instead of focusing on what women are doing level up mm. put the put the responsibility and agency on yourself and level up so that now you become an individual who is desired by whatever rather than worrying about oh these women are whores and whatever no level up so you can find a good woman who's interested in you rather than worrying about what all these other women are doing that's what you do mm-hmm. that's what you do yeah i don't know if there's any connection to it but it, it just seems like you know people aren't marrying their high school sweethearts mm-hmm. anymore and like they're like i focus on my career da, da, da. so it's pushing marriage back a little bit further yeah but it was funny. Uh, a friend of mine that I used to work with this a long time ago now, like probably ten years ago now, he got divorced, and then so he got back in the game, and he was yeah. So he was probably at that time, probably in his mid thirties. Uh-huh. He was a little bit older than me, and he was just like, dude. He's like, it's crazy. He's like, chicks are like, like they don't care. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, they will like hook up with me and then I'll be like trying to have a conversation. They're like, all right, I got to go. I'm out. And I was like, I just read a book on this. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, you know, and so I was just like, that sounds awesome. It was actually way more than eight years now that I think about it. It was like, I don't know, this was a long time ago. I was like, that sounds awesome. He's like, yeah, you think? He's like, but shit, man, I'm like, I don't want to be out here like some piece of meat. And so I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. And then, oh, and then this just came up too on Twitter. Uh-huh. Somebody was uh, just somebody liked it, so I don't even know how the fuck I read it. But they were talking about how women, once they hit like their 30s, like their sex drive actually goes up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then, like, I was just reading the comments, and people were like, oh, shit, like, I don't know if it's hit me yet, da da da. And then other people are like, if you think you're horny now, wait till you get in your 40s. And so I'm like, holy shit. So again, people are being more open about it. But then also because the marriages are getting pushed back further, maybe they are hitting their 30s and then being like, you know what? I I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't want to settle down just yet. Mm, Dude. Don't know if there's any truth to that. I'm a dude. Sorry, ladies, if I offended anybody with that. But that's just what I read. And I'm going to you know, just reciprocate what I've been reading. Dude, there's this book called A Hunter-Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century. I literally just finished it a few days ago. It's by Brett Weinstein and his Mm. wife, Heather Hying. And Heather Hying said something so interesting in that book. And this is going to be something that's going to annoy people a little bit, especially the woman. But um, she was in an interview and she was saying that, okay, if we're being – if we're just taking things at the base level, um, women hold the key to sex, and a lot of times hypergamy is a thing. Hypergamy is, is if you look at statistics, women will typically date men that are either on their financial level or higher. Mm-hmm. 
And men will typically date women that are on their financial level or lower. So a guy will totally go to McDonald's and find – he could find a hot girl and he'd marry her right there because he doesn't mind. But a woman won't – if she's making a certain amount of money, she would not go date the guy that's working at This includes already men that are married. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yo she's fucking hot I don't care like Leonardo DiCaprio I think he doesn't date anybody who's like under 25 like once they get 25 they're too old or over 25 o- over 25 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, like now if, if you look at it like this is another thing men be men will a lot of men will just like kind of fuck anything if, if like if you're like hey if a woman's like, hey, let's have sex, men's like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's get it, right? <laughs> but but one aren't that way, right? So mm-hmm. Heather Hying put it this way. Because of how easy it is with the, the online dating to be able to find anybody anywhere who's interested and swipe right, um, she said that women have some – like women have become – this is Heather Hying's words. Women have become cheaper men because now what what tends to happen is – there, everyone's more sexually promiscuous. Hookup culture, right? But men would want to be doing that anyway. But now women are taking on that trait where they're like, "I'm, I'm going to be promiscuous too." But the thing is, it's it's easy for women to do that because for a woman who wants to find sex, there's going to be a line of dudes who are down. But if a guy wants to find sex, there is not a line of women who are like knocking at their door. Mm -hmm. They have to put in work to get it. Women don't have to put in work to get sex so they can get massive amounts of sexual partners without even trying. You know what I mean? And that's Mm -hmm. why Heather Hying said modern some of mo- some modern. I'm not saying all modern women, and these are not my words, but this is what I've read. <laughs> I need to clarify this. Modern women have just become cheaper men. Not all. Okay. By the way, this is. I don't think all of that, but there's a there's a correlation there. What do you think of what's going on here? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the comedian, and I'm going to butcher it, but he was just like like women will scratch and claw and fight for love. You know, like he he used the reference of like going to a like a rock concert. It's like a woman will do everything it takes to try to get backstage to meet like the lead singer or whatever. He's like a dude, you know, he'll like see a chick working like the concession center. Like, Hey, what's up? Like, you want to hang out? And he's like, they'll find love there. It's like, so that's funny, dude. Like, that's wild. I never, we have to be very careful with this conversation though, guys, because again, like this is, this is something where I wish we had, I wish we had a woman that, that could chime in on some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because again, I'm not saying this is the, our message here is that guys need to level up. We can't put we we can't be focused on like because you see a lot of channels and they're like oh woman this woman that blah 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 no 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 focus on men mm-hmm. focus on getting us men to do better and level up and become stronger yeah, men. level level yourself up mm-hmm. yeah like yeah I think uh, there's a couple things that are just missing um, because of. Because of the internet, there's a couple things that are missing. I think from people from some people's lives. Um, one is uh, one is you have to be there has to be some sort of communal something or other. You have to like hang out with people. Yeah, you have to like do shit with people. And God, <laughs> men, uh, I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but from a guy's perspective, guys want to fuck so much that they. The things that we do are particularly like out of the way exclusive of having women around. 
like hunting and fucking, I don't know, like shit that guys do. Like guy, But guys need that time and women need that time too. Women need to hang out with women and men need to hang out with men, especially in the development years of when you're a horny ass teenager. But some of the stuff that we see now, like there's not really – if I had if I had the option of throwing a football around with my buddies in the backyard or getting some pussy when I was a teenager, I would be getting some pussy. Like I'd be addicted to that shit and I would be figuring out ways of trying to get as much of that as I could. Hey, this is fucking dope. I can't believe I didn't discover this a little earlier. This is great. This is fucking <laughs> This is fucking awesome. Uh so without without uh without restriction, like without not being without uh at a certain age you know uh not you know being a virgin i guess i'd say uh i was still hungry to play football i was still hungry okay i liked football and because i liked football enough i went into the weight room and it made that that whole process made me everything that i am today mm-hmm. i needed those i needed that time period i wouldn't have been able to i wouldn't have been able to think straight because you're literally kind of thinking with your dick because mm. um, you're a young kid. You're not mature. You're, I mean, there's there's uh, like scientific evidence that your brain is not fully developed yet. It's, your shit's not fully developed yet. Um, and you are just kind of looking for the first thing that shows you attention. <laughs> and we've seen this with friends of ours that have relationships when they're really young. Like I'm oh. grateful that like my son and daughter so far, like <laughs> – like, uh, no no relationship with anybody which i think is really powerful because i think for them especially in these times they need to spend time with their friends and then figure out at least somewhat of who they are start to lean into some of that and then they become attractive to other people and rather than them trying to figure out like hmm, i wonder about this person that person somebody's going to be knocking on their door somebody's going to be chasing after them and how much easier is it to have a relationship with somebody that pursued you versus trying to have a relationship with somebody that you pursued i mean both can work out like either way it could work out but if somebody pursued you because they recognized that you had a bunch of intangibles other than just the way that you looked, mm-hmm. you had a bunch of intangibles that were attractive, you're like, oh, my God, this guy is great. Like, he works really hard or this girl's awesome. Like, it seems like she's – okay, she's hot. That's kind of what uh, enticed me to look at her in the, in the first, first place. place. But holy shit, she plays the piano and mm-hmm. she does all these – she's into a bunch of shit that I like too. Mm-hmm. Those things aren't going to be created if you're out fucking each other all the time. You you don't have you you just don't have the time to develop yourself as a person. So that's some of the shit that I'm kind of noticing and seeing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like again, you know that the hookup culture is a real thing. And when I when when I've had conversations with homies and actually other women about this, no one. Most people that are within hookup culture don't enjoy hookup culture. Like just randomly sleeping with just, just random people from Tinder or whatever, right? Because it's empty. Like the sex is empty. It, it, it's, it's not like this isn't someone that you plan on doing anything with. It's just someone you're having sex with. Sex is a little bit like candy and pizza and shit like that, right? I mean, yeah. it's fucking sounds awesome. It, mm. it actually works when you have it. It does make you feel good for a while. Um, but – 
do you do you do you want to fucking live with pizza the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know what I mean? Like, you want to live with pizza the rest of your life? Like, that's a tough decision. Let me say this too. This is this is an important thing because I think a, a lot of guys, right? A lot of guys, the as you get older, you're like, yeah, I want I want to want to have sex with as many girls as possible, or whatever. Like, it's like sex is great. Nothing's wrong with sex, but like that, the initial things like you want to hook up as many chicks as possible. But when you talk to older people who have done that. Or like, yeah, they've experienced it. They, what do a majority of them say the same thing? Uh, looking back on it, like maybe I was seeking that, but it's after you do it for a bit, it's not that great. It actually, you should probably just shouldn't waste your time with that. It, it, it's not going to be fulfilling at all. And I'm also not saying not everybody needs to find a relationship and marry up and have kids. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is, let's say if your goal is to find a person. Right. Um, that you actually like that you actually care for uh, uh, hooking up with a hell of people all the time might not yield that result. And also, you, I just don't think it's really that fruitful just to be as a man to be just randomly chasing pussy. You're wasting your time. You're literally wasting your time because you could be spending that time where you're trying to find a new girl to fuck or whatever. Doing some shit that's going to actually bring you fulfillment, mm-hmm. bring your life meaning. And by actually going deeper on the things that you want to do, the woman that you're actually trying to get, they will see that mm-hmm. and you become more desirable. Be great to talk to our boy Mike Ryan about this. Oh, yes. Yes. Mike Ryan would be the great guy to talk to. Yeah. He's, That'd be awesome. He's uh, pretty awesome with this stuff. But I think, you know, a lot of people, um, and not everybody, but a lot of people, they would like to have somebody uh, by their side if they get sick. Yeah. They would like to have. Um, they, they would like to have someone there for holidays. That and you certain, old with. Yeah. Certain things that you're, you know, you, but... There's just so many different versions of all that stuff now, and I think that you could just communicate with somebody. Like I have a couple of friends actually that have uh, – they have girlfriends that they're not even like boyfriend-girlfriend. They just like hang out here and there, and they just kind of like have this like agreement like mm-hmm. that they're going to uh, – it's like half committed, but they're, they'll be there for each other. Um, and they both are like uh, the two friends I'm thinking of. They're they're both in situations where they're like, yeah, like if I get like in, if we get like into our 50s or something, maybe we'll just bite the bullet and like be together with each other. And both of these friends are they're totally happy, and they claim that their uh, girl is is totally happy, and mm-hmm. and they're not they're they don't even live like near each other and stuff like that. So I, I suppose any kind of scenario can like work out, but. I would say that that's not going to be the norm. You know, it's probably going to be pretty rare. Most people, uh, I think, would like to have somebody there uh, if they could potentially figure that out. And it doesn't always have to be marriage, but mm-hmm. something that looks similar to marriage, probably. Man. Living with pizza, though. That's great. And because I think the uh, the island boys are hilarious. Oh, and, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, but this kind of falls in line with kind of what we're talking about. Fucking talented. So <laughs> wow, look at his hair. That's the but, only thing I'm noticing in this picture. That's some yeah. crazy hair that guy has and the tats on his body. Mm-hmm. Mm, and the, the grill. What kind of phone is she holding? Is that an iPhone 13 it might be. Pro Max? But th- but this also is another thing, right? It's mm. like the, the, what you were talking about earlier, Mark, like think other people thinking that you're with a hot chick. 
And I'm pretty sure that's more pizza than like steak. By the way, why do rappers like on it? Like, like that's the thing. Like rappers be trying to take pictures, and and they have all these different women. Or like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of you know. I just think these guys are hilarious. They are the island boys are <laughs> hilarious. Not even from the fucking islands. They just so many followers on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, Jesus, it's ridiculous. I love it. Awesome conversation. Take us on out of here, Andrew. I will. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. If you guys are vibing with it, please uh, hit that like button and subscribe if you are not subscribed already. And please follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z. And shout out to Viori for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, Viori.com slash Power Project. V-U-O-R-I.com slash Power Project for 20% off your first order. Uh, and Seema, where are you at? These are the Ripstop Joggers, just in case you guys are interested. Mm. At Nsima Yin Yang on Instagram and YouTube. At Nsima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. And yeah, guys, chime in. Let us know if you enjoyed this conversation because there's a lot of topics that have come to mind. I think we could uh, have some good uh, good go back and forth with it. So let me know. Mark? I just want to kind of answer Andrew's question about, you know, how could someone sort of work their way out of it type thing. And I think just in general, like working your way out of anything, you want to try to learn as fast as you can. Um, when you're dealing with people, you can only go so fast. So you might have to kind of like actually take your time with it, but you want to ask the hard questions up front and don't have them lingering in your head. I'm going to say this to this person. And then you never do Mm -hmm. like, just, just figure out a way to like blurt it out. Um, it's almost always like, I mean, it seems like trust and sex. You said sex is undefeated. I think that that's great. And if you're not getting something that you really want, you got to communicate it. You got to yeah. just tell. You got to talk to the person, and maybe that's not anything they ever want to be into. Maybe that's something they don't ever want to mess with, or uh, I don't know. Maybe they're nervous. Maybe they think what you like is weird or whatever. <laughs> but you need to you need to learn all that. Mm-hmm. You need to know all that, especially if it's going to be somebody you're going to like try to live the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you guys later. <laughs>